Hi, I'm Brandon. I'm the father of two beautiful girls. And recently I looked around my house and saw that it was full of rainbows and unicorns and mermaids. That's when I realized that this is my daughter's world and I'm just living in it. What is up, girl dads? I am coming at you with a little bit more of a, let's call it, scientifical topic. Not really, but it has some brain science behind it, and which is a really interesting topic. I recommend, if you haven't read anything on brain science, you know, look into Atomic Habits, or, or um, I have a book, a book called Focus. It's really good on, on brain science. It's really important stuff. But the reason why it got me thinking on all of these things is that I was looking through an old, like an old computer. My wife's phone, you know, ran out of space, you know, a couple iterations ago before all of the online backups were there. And and so we were backing them up onto our computer, all of her, her mom paparazzi photos and videos. And I was I decided to just start scrolling a little bit because I wanted to a little stroll down memory lane. And I got to a a video and even a picture that I didn't remember. Uh, like I was there, like I'm in the picture, but I couldn't remember that situation. I couldn't there was zero uh recognition in my brain like I, I had it was blank I was like I I have no recollection of that event at all and that got me thinking I was like holy crap like how many awesome things happened with my daughters that I I don't remember at all and so first thing it did is it made me appreciate the paparazzi parent like I know we all make fun of it and be like hey you need to put your phone away and be more present yes but having those pictures is huge. Like don't we don't want to be obnoxious. We don't want to not be in the moment, but we definitely need to document what happens because I I was devastated at the fact that I was in this scenario and I couldn't remember it. I I don't know what I was feeling. I don't know what I was doing. I don't even know when it happened. I I was it just it rocked my world. Put me on my heels that I had done something with my daughter and I don't remember what it is which is true of every, like we've all done that. We've all done tons of things. I've been around her for seven years. I've done a million things with her that I don't remember and, and they're gone. And that got me thinking about time, right? So we were always hear everything with daughters or or with our kids. It's like they grow up so fast, man, you're going to turn around and then they're going to be 18 and then they're going to be this. and And it just flies by. And I was like, gosh, dang, why? Why does it just fly by like that? Like, that sucks. I, this is something that I'm really enjoying and I want to savor it. I'm not, like, my. I tease my girls all the time right now. They, they, the food that they don't like, they make it take forever. They just drag it on. And so they eat the sucky food for hours. But the food they love, they just jam it in their face and it's over. Like, that's the, that's the opposite. This is something I love and I want to savor it. I want to remember it. I want to relive it over and over again. I want to just cherish these memories, uh, but they're gone. And so I don't want this time to fly by. I want this time with my girls to last, last a long, long time. 
And I was listening to somebody, uh, one of the speakers that I really enjoy, and he interviews. Uh, so I'm a big Ed Milet listener. Uh, if you are looking for a, a podcast to dig into, I think he's got some great content. And he was talking to a brain scientist. He was interviewing him. And one of the things that he was talking about is that our brain actually sheds memory cells. So if you don't use your memory cell, like, like if you do something and you put it in your memory and you don't use it anymore, your brain literally takes those cells and throws it away, dumps it, like it, it flushes out of your body. It's gone forever. And so not only are you, you know, it's not just like, a, oh, I don't remember. It's no, your brain literally took that memory and threw it away because it was taking up space and not being used. Okay, so that, that memory that I realized that I had no recollection of, it's gone permanently, forever, deleted, not being able to restore it in my brain. And that that sucked for me. And so, the, again, reinforced documenting our process, with our journey with our girls, super important. So I, I, I really got to thinking about this, and it's there is... A couple of solutions, I think, for it. And some of the things I'm trying to do more, we're all trying to do these things, but a little bit more specific around creating memories and generate like like really putting it in your long-term memory. So we have short-term memory and then long-term memory. We have to use these memories in order to push them from the short-term, which is a quick delete, and move them to the long-term, which is doesn't really get deleted. And the first thing that that really comes up is an intentionality you really have to be in the moment and you have to be intentional about what you're doing okay so if you're out in the if you go on camping and you're walking around this is something i do with my girls if i'm going camping i'm out in the creek stomping around and i have my phone out and i'm scrolling through instagram while my girls are you know catching crawdads or something i'm distracted that experience one it's not even an experience because I'm not experiencing anything. I'm experiencing my phone. I'm not, uh, you know, so you ha we have to be present to actually experience what's happening. But two, that distraction keeps anything from going going deep. So you're kind of just blah. You're just there. You're not, you're not actually absorbing anything. So if we put the social media away and we're really focused on our, on our girls, we're, we're, in the creek with them, we're catching crawdads, we're laughing, we're, we're splashing, we're, we're really focused on them at that moment. That intentional focus is going to um, kind of penetrate our brain a little deeper. But that's still in our short-term memory. So if we wanted to go from our short-term memory back into our long-term memory and it becomes something that we can revisit, that we can, when we're doing uh, our you know, sitting on our front porch at 80 years old and just wanting to relive the sweet stuff, it's got to make it deep into our our long, long-term memory. One of the things that, that helps it get back there is an emotional anchor, which, I mean, it's our daughters, right? We love them. It's not hard to get an emotional anchor with anything that our girls do because it's our girls and we are emotionally anchored to them. So it's not hard to get that emotional anchor pretty that's a check right i think we can call that one done but but what we have to do is when we we have to revisit that memory we have to do something with that memory for our brains to kind of say you know what this isn't just a, a snapshot this is something that we're going to use 
because it emotionally impacts us. It's got information. We want to store this. We, we got to get our brain to say, you know what? I want to keep this and move it back into the back of our brain. I don't, I'm, gonna, I'm not talking frontal rear lobes and I'm, I'm just saying front of brain, meaning, you know, the immediate back of brain, I'm saying long-term memory just for terms. I'm not, I'm not really getting into the brain science. It, I recommend you read into it because it's super interesting, but just clarifying my terms there a little bit. So if we wanted to get back into our long-term memory, we have to use it so that our brain knows that this is something that we're going to use again in the future. Uh, I've had someone, I, I've listened to another podcast that he said one of the things that he does is he does one minute stories. So at the end of his day, he'll sit down and he'll have a little sheet and he'll write one minute stories like like I went to the store and this happened and it was so funny. And because she did this and that and a one minute story real quick, beginning, middle and end. Nothing long, nothing crazy. Uh, that didn't work for me very well. Um, th- that person, I think, was a comedian. And so that was one of the things that they did is they wrote down these stories so that they had kind of bits to build off of. And that comedian was saying, hey, because I take time and I reflect on the things I did because I'm looking for funny material, he's like, my memory is so much better. I remember so much of my life. My life seems so much longer because my life, almost my whole life is in my long-term memory and not discarded in my short-term. And I was like, wow, that that is super cool. That makes a lot of sense to me. But his method didn't really work for me. Uh, if, if you're a journaler, uh, that is a great way to do that. If you wanted to translate uh, like a one minute story into journaling, I think journaling is a powerful tool. I don't do it, but I do think it's good. I do it when I'm problem solving. And so if I'm problem solving, I'll journal things through because uh, it helps my, my brain process. But the just journaling the day, I, I don't really do it. Maybe it's a time thing, a scheduling thing. I don't, I don't really know. But regardless, I don't do it. If you do it, I recommend you do this and, and add one minute story, something that you want to remember from the day. Keep it journal that because writing it down will will help you transition it into your long term it mixes that that visual, that audio and the kinesthetic learning. When you combine all those three together, you're going to you're going to store it. For me, what I do is I practice gratitude, gratefulness at the end of the day. So my, my health coach has me doing uh, five wins. So I go through my five wins. I sit down at the end of the night. So this is my evening routine. I come into my office. We have a little couch off to the side. I have my Bible there. I sit down, I close my eyes. I kind of get centered. I, I get focused, take a couple breaths. Um, be present, right? You got to be present. I go through my five wins. Now my coach has me do. I mark that off. And then I do the three things that I'm grateful for that day. And that is where I kind of revisit the, the, the lovely things that happened that day. The, the thing that made me laugh out loud. The thing that made me just feel all warm and fuzzy inside. I'll, I'll kind of revisit that in my gratefulness and my prayer to God. I'll, I'll be like, God, thank you for the dinner that I had with my, my oldest on date night tonight. It was so much fun. We connected. We did these, these things. And it's kind of me doing a one-minute story in my prayer time where I'm focusing on gratefulness. And so, again, that's a second emotional anchor that I'm grateful for that experience that I had. And that's going to help me remember that I'm going to use that again. So there's a couple of tools uh, on how how to, you know, 
help life seem longer. We don't want our lives to be short. We don't want our time with our daughters to be short. We want to remember all of this. We want to, like I said, sitting on that front porch with our rocker, just being able to smile and just think about all of the lovely times, the wonderful times that we've had with these girls and how rich our lives are because of them. And in order to do that, we have to remember it. Thank you for listening, folks. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share this with all those girl dads you know. I just want to give one last quick shout out to Inkledoo. Thank you for making this podcast possible. Uh, I encourage all of you to please go get some of their delicious coffee or join into one of their meaningful conversations. You can find Inkledoo podcast everywhere that podcasts are streamed.